Today's episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime because you can find just about anything you need on Amazon, including some hot plus size clothing, uh, especially in the bra department. I order all my bras from Amazon and I get them in two days shipping for free because I'm a member of Amazon Prime. So if you want to start your 30-day trial, go to plussizenerd.com slash Amazon Prime all run together. And here's today's episode. Body image. How do you maintain a positive body image when you're plus size? What does that even mean? How do you do it? And if you are able to do that, to maintain a, a positive body image about yourself, what will that do for you and your life? That's what I'm talking about tonight here on Plus Size Nerd. I'm Nancy Basile, and thank you so much for joining me tonight. I created Plus Size Nerd because I wanted a place where women could great, get great ideas for nerdy clothes to wear that actually made them feel good about the way they looked. But I also want women to feel empowered, to embrace themselves, to love themselves. That's what I'm talking about tonight. So body image. I became aware of having a negative body image, I'm going to say, right around, I don't know, fifth or sixth grade. Um, I was an early bloomer. I got my period at 10. Um, so I had the body of a woman pretty early, certainly a lot earlier than most of the girls I went to school with. And that had a big impact on me. Um, there were other factors that had a big impact on me too, but I really, really struggled with how I felt about myself, how I felt about my looks for most of my life. Uh, certainly my teens, definitely my teens, and then most of my adulthood, I used to do all kinds of crazy stuff to try to change my shape and my size because I hated the way I looked. I hated how big I was. <laughs> and I was a size eight at the time. Do you know what I would give to be a size eight right now? So let's talk about that for the second. Here's the irony. I was freaking gorgeous, beautiful, and thought I was the fattiest fat fat on the planet. Today, I'm not gonna call myself fat. I don't like that word. I am bigger than the doctors would like me to be, but I think I'm awesome. <laughs> I think I'm hot. I think I'm looking good every time I walk out of the house. So how did that happen? How, where, that just proves, right, that 99.9% .9 of it is up here and not here. It's not what you're seeing in the mirror. It's what you're seeing in here and how you feel about it. So tonight I'm gonna to share with you 10 beautitudes that I came up with. Um, I, I don't feel that way about myself anymore. And I started to try, I started to try to put a finger on why so that I could share it with you guys. And I wanted it to be cute and clever and whatever. So I've got 10 beautitudes that I am going to share. Um, I'll put links in the description when I'm done tonight so that you can check everything out that I'll be talking about. But in the meantime, let's get started with these 10 beautitudes. All right, number one, 
Your body is a vehicle, not an ornament. I read that in some book or magazine article just a couple years ago, and it blew my mind. My body is a vehicle, not an ornament. Your body isn't here just to look good. Your body isn't here as a decoration. Your body is here to get you across this globe. Your body is here to lift things, to push things, to work, to have fun, to bear babies, to feed babies. Your body is not an ornament, it's a vehicle. The older I've gotten, when I work out, when I used to work out, it was just how many calories am I burning? How many calories am I burning? Am I getting thinner? Am I getting thinner? I don't think that way anymore. Because why? Where's the end goal there, right? That's that's never going to be good enough. Now I work out to make sure that I can keep moving <laughs> as I get older, that I can keep lifting things, that I can keep walking upstairs and bending down and all of those things. I want my body to be a great vehicle. I want my body to be the Corvette, not the clunker, uh, you know, that can't, <laughs> can't get any gas mileage. Your body is a vehicle, not an ornament. That's something you got to hang on to. You, your body has a purpose, not just to look good for you or anyone else. All right, number two, own your body type. What do I mean by that? I am, you know, big chested. I'm a 42H. So I could lose like 20, 30 pounds and probably nobody would know because my boobs would still be out to here. So it kind of gives me this look like I'm, you know, big chested, right? And it tends to make me, when I was younger, I hid that shit. I would wear baggy, baggy, baggy shirts and jackets and sweatshirts. I didn't want anyone seeing that, right? Oh, if I had only known. Because when I did wear stuff that fit, people were like, damn, you look good. Because you could see the rest of me, that I wasn't this like beach ball person, right? So now, though, I have this this desire <laughs> to show it off. Because when I wear something that actually shows how big my chest is, then it shows how small my waist is in comparison, right? Then it shows like how much smaller my legs are in comparison. So own your body tape. If you have giant boobs, show those puppies off. Now, does that mean, you know, that I'm going to go out in like a bikini top? Every, no, no. I'm going to do it attractively. If you have smaller breasts and you've got a lot of junk in the trunk, get those jeans out, girl. The ones that fit real good and make you look really good. And then put on some kind of cute top. Own your body type. Because let me tell you, when you're trying to hide it, it you just, you look worse. You, you look worse and you're going to look in the mirror and you're not going to like it. And other people are going to think you're bigger than you are. But when you own it and you wear clothes that fit you and make you feel good about yourself and you look good, you could own this world, own this world. You will run it. So own your body type. Don't let it get the best of you. You own it. Okay. Number three, 
do things that you're good at or that you think you're good at. You might not be like the best on the planet or something like that, but <laughs> that doesn't matter. Do things that make you feel like you're kicking ass. So for instance, today I took Zumba at, this morning and I love the 7.30 Zumba Tuesday, Thursday because the ladies in there are much older than I am. There maybe was one other person my age. Um, and there they are, man, and they're doing it, right? They're kicking it. Well, I took dance classes from the time I was five to the time I graduated college. So I've had a lot, a lot, a lot of dance training. I was in shows with dance, a lot of training. So I'm pretty good at these classes where, you know, it's like dance aerobics, like Zumba or Body Jam or something. So when I'm doing those classes, I'm feeling like I'm running that show. I'm like, I am so good at this. Everyone's looking at me because I'm so good at this. I'm so good at this. <laughs> now, if I went to the archery range and tried to shoot some bullseyes, that's not going to happen. If I tried to shoot basketball, yeah, I'm not going to be so good at that either or painting, etc. But the things I'm good at, you can bet that I do them as much as possible because that is an ego boost and allow yourself the ego boost. Nobody else is in here. You can be in here saying that you're kicking everybody else's ass because you're the best one in the room and you will feel good about yourself and nobody needs to know except that you're looking pretty good and confident, right? So do things that you're good at because it will make you feel good about yourself. If you, if you want to stretch and you want to try to learn new things, that's a completely different thing. What I'm saying is don't, don't beat yourself up trying to do things that you're not good at. If I went out and tried to play basketball, would I beat myself up because I would suck at it? Oh, God, I should be better than this. I, I, can't, I, I can't shoot the basket. No, no, I'm not good at that. I will never be good at that, and that's okay. This other stuff over here, I'm trying not to swear too much. I'm good at that, so I'm going to do it and feel good about myself. That's what I want you to do. Invest in yourself. Invest the time to feel good, good when you're doing stuff. All right, number four, get self-righteous. And I'm not kidding about that. Life is too short to let everyone else walk all over you or think they're better than you or whatever. And what do I mean by get self-righteous? I'm not talking religiously. Um... It has helped me. If you if you know anything about me, I'm pre-diabetic. Maybe you were on that other video where I talked about my health and I've lost a lot of weight. I've had to lose a lot of weight in order to control my blood sugar. One of the things, this is going to sound evil, but I'm telling you it works, so just hang in there with me for a sec. One of the things that helps keep me from eating when I shouldn't or eating things that aren't going to be great for my blood sugar when I'm out at a restaurant with friends, when I'm at a party, when I'm in any kind of situation where there are other people around, when I say no to whatever thing, whatever that thing is, I feel pretty damn good about myself compared to everybody else around me. Do you know what I'm saying? So everyone will be like, oh, you're so good. You're not eating that. Wow. Wow. Your willpower. And I'm like, I know it's such a cross to bear to not be able to eat these things. And I feel very self-righteous about it. Very self-righteous. I feel, I don't want to say I feel better than my friends, like I'm better than them, 
but I, I let a little bit of that come in because it helps me not eat the stuff I shouldn't eat. If I'm feeling good about the choice I made, even if it's at someone's expense, they don't know I feel that way. I'm not like going, well, you sucked because you got the nachos or whatever. They don't know I feel that way about them. So who's it hurting, right? I'm, I let myself feel the righteousness and it fuels the passion to not eat. It sounds bad, I know, but let yourself be self-righteous. Okay, number five, always remember that there is a genetic lottery and some of us win and some of us don't. Some of us come out so-so. Don't be fooled by Jillian Michaels or I don't even know who because I don't pay attention to those people anymore. Um, Super Bowl happened recently, right? God, people are still talking about the halftime show and its lascivious nature and whatever. Okay, here's what a lot of my friends walked away with after that halftime show. Oh my God, JLo is 50 and she looks like that? What am I doing with myself? I mean, I'm not even... 50 and I don't look like that or I am 50 and she looks like that and she had twins and oh my god let me tell you something beyond JLo having a professional chef gazillions of trainers people making room in her schedule so that she can do what she needs to do we don't know exactly what she's had done because that's never going to come out beyond all this stuff plastic surgery trainers nutritionists whatever she won the effing genetic lottery okay there are people who win that freaking lottery and you have to remember that so that you don't compare yourself there is a woman in my life who is in terrible health but she looks freaking fantastic she's very thin She's very attractive. She doesn't work out. She doesn't eat the way she's supposed to. She won the genetic lottery. And no matter what I do, I will never look like her. And I can't compare myself to her. Genetic lottery, people. It's a thing. Remember that. All right. So we're halfway through. Number one, you're a vehicle, not an ornament. Number two, own your body type. Number three, do things you think you're good at. Number four, get self-righteous. Number five, remember there's a genetic lottery. One of the things I left out about that genetic lottery is the next time you're standing in the checkout line and you're feeling bad about yourself because of whoever is on the cover of Cosmo or whatever magazine is there, take a look around that grocery store and try to find somebody else that looks like that. Sarah, if you're watching, you don't count because you live in Sedona or wherever you said in Arizona. So this does not apply to you. But for the rest of us, I challenge you to look around the grocery store at that checkout or wherever, Old Navy Joann's, and find somebody that looks like that person on that magazine cover. You won't because they won the genetic lottery and there may be Photoshopping involved. So stop looking at them. Number six, wear what works for you. I don't care what's trendy. I don't care if all of your friends tell you to wear i don't even know what if wearing it makes you feel good wear it i don't care if it's men's clothes 
women's clothes, grocery bags, garbage, <laughs> you get my pick, point. Wear what makes you feel good about the way you look. Wear what makes you look good, right? Don't try to wear, I, for instance, I would love, love to wear those cute knee-length A-line skirts. I am too short. They do not look right on me. There is not enough length for those to work for me. I just look like I don't a weeble or something. I don't know. They don't work for me. So there is no point in me trying. They're so cute, but I can't do it. I just can't. So wear what works for you. Ignore everything else. Uh, I am going to put a link in the description when I'm done to a book called The Art of Dressing Curves, Best Kept Secrets of a Fashion Stylist because it is awesome. I own it. Great advice in there. Great advice for plus size women specifically. Number seven, beware the media. Now, this is something that you know, I know you know, that the media sends us horrible messages, negative messages about the way we look because they want to make money. They're trying to sell stuff, man. So they're going to play on your emotions and make you feel bad. So but when I say media, I mean all kinds of stuff. I mean TV shows, movies, not just commercials, uh, social media, magazines. What are you watching? What are you paying attention to? What are you? Time is my most precious, precious element right now, right? Where are you investing your time? Are you investing your time reading Cosmo with all those skinny people in it? Hmm. Or are you reading plus, uh, plus Model Mag with plus size women in it? Are you following Khloe Kardashian on Instagram? Or are you following, who's somebody, the curvy fashionista? What you watch on any screen is going to affect how you feel. So go on a diet of crap media and watch and follow stuff that's like you, that makes you feel good. I have a whole list of things, and since it's 822, I'm not, I might, well, I'll go through them. Shrill with A.D. Bryant. Uh, Brittany Runs a Marathon, great movie. I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer, who doesn't think she's plus size, whatever. Beside the point, it's all about accepting yourself for who you are. Um, follow. Follow people on Instagram like CurvyCon, uh, Army Housewife Life, Callie Thorpe, Niran Char, the Curvy Fashionista. You, the more you feed yourself those images and messages, the better you're going to feel. You won't feel like you're the only one who's not skinny. You won't feel like you're the only one who isn't working hard enough. You will feel like you belong on this planet. Stop watching that garbage. Stop watching Biggest Loser and Makeover Shows and My 600 Pound Life or whatever that show is called where they oh, they degrade people because of their, their health condition. Stop watching that garbage. Stop it. Model, best model, what all, any of those shows. Start watching things that feed and soothe and make you feel good about life. And I'm going to list all those links at the end. All right. 
uh, and yeah, the social media, man, if you are a person who every time you get off Instagram or Facebook is like saying, okay, okay, today's the day. I'm not going to eat things. And today's the day I'm going to work out. And oh my God, I got to do this because they look so good. You need to stop and delete it from your phone. It's not worth it. All right. You don't need to be beating yourself up. Uh, number eight, curate your tribe. So we're all about curating nowadays, right? So why shouldn't it apply to the people around you? Just like the media can affect your brain and your feelings, your heart, your soul. Oh my God, the people around you can too. And that includes family. And that can be really hard. I know. Oh, I know. Especially if you're like a teen and you're still living at home. Curate your tribe. Surround yourself with people who will lift you up up not hold you back you don't want someone being like mm, you thought those pants were a good idea today hmm? I don't know life's too short for that crap now I'm not talking about the people who if you say to them hey will you start walking with me because I want to I want to get healthier but I'm not going to do it alone and they're and they're calling you going hey it's time to go walking are we going that's a completely different kind of thing. That is a version of supporting you and lifting you up. Those are the people you need. The people who are who get you and will feed that positive nature for you. All of this is about body image. I know I'm not specifically saying like every time like when you look in the mirror, blah, 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 it's all about body image because it's all about you. Mm. Number nine, is it a mountain? Or a molehill. I realized this about myself and I didn't really know how to put it into words. So I agonized about what I looked like until I had children. And for the first, I don't know, couple of years after I had my son, I still thought about it because I still had people saying really stupid things to me. I can't even begin to tell. I would be here all night telling you stories of the stupid things people used to say to me about my size and my looks after I had my son. Mm, can't even. Anyway, I got so busy taking care of my children that the rest of that stuff kind of went away. My life, my family, my career became so all-consuming that <laughs> I didn't have time or brain power to beat myself up about my body anymore. It became a non-issue. So, so take a step back at some point. Maybe journaling would help. What's truly important in your life? What's truly going to impact you? And what's it going to get you? If I had kept paying attention to how, how bad I thought I looked instead of the incredible things that my children were doing, where would I be? What would that say about me? So is it a mountain or is it a molehill? Put it in perspective. And there was something I wanted to say about messages and images. Oh, Let's take a step back for a second. One of the things I think people stop doing is they stop looking at photos of themselves. And the one of the best ways that you can boost your body image is to get used to looking at yourself. You need to take more selfies. 
not just your face. You need to look at photo. You have, need people to take your photo. You just need to practice. It's like anything else. People say to me, wow, you're so photogenic. I practice. I actually read up on how to take good social media photos of myself or somebody else, whatever. You need to get used to looking at yourself because then it won't be a shock. And Because once you get over that shock, then you can see the whole picture. When you're shocked at how you look because you had something else in your head, that's going to consume you. You And it just takes practice. So start looking at photos of yourself more often. I mean that. Number 10, tell yourself a new story. I'm almost done. Tell yourself a new story. What do I mean by that? Most of us, how we feel about ourselves and our body image comes from how we were raised and what the people around us who were raising us said and did. And mine was filled with landmines. <laughs> uh, mine was not healthy at all. And I'm still fighting a lot of that stuff to this day, the not healthy stuff that I was raised with. Um, but at some point, you have to say, it's not their fault anymore. It's my fault if I let it continue. And you need to tell yourself a new story. When I find myself getting trapped in negative thinking about things and it's, it's, I can hear the voices from the past beating me up, beating me up. I stop and I say, no, 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 it's not like that. Tell yourself a new story. And my new story is that I'm awesome, that I have an incredible husband who loves me and thinks I'm crazy hot, right? Mm, that helps. That I have beautiful children, that those people don't own me anymore. Tell yourself a new story. That's what I have to say to you about body image. That's what I have to say to you about feeling good about yourself. And I will cheer you on every step of the way. Join our Facebook group, plusseisner.com slash group. If you want to join an awesome group of women who are in the same boat with you and we're all there to cheer each other on. And like I said, you can get these 10 beautitudes in a poster. If you go to plusseisner.com slash download dash poster. It'll have all 10 of these things on there. I certainly hope that you found that episode helpful. I sincerely do. I hope that you can practice some of those things and tell yourself some of those things so that you too can have a positive body image. I believe in it wholeheartedly. Today's episode was brought to you by Amazon Prime. You can start your 30-day free trial. It includes two-day free shipping and movies and TV shows and a whole lot more. Just go to plusseisner.com slash Amazon Prime.